Anyway, he's back. <laughs> he's back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. My name is Dave Taylor. Thanks for joining us as we review WWE Survivor Series War Games Edition. Uh, yeah, he is back. I can't believe it. Our truth appearing last night during uh, Survivor Series. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Also, somebody else came back, too. Uh, Randy Orton came back. Um, and <laughs> somebody else came back, too. Uh, anyways, thanks for checking us out. Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat a wrestling podcast. Uh, deep dive to uh, pretty much everything wrestling. Uh, we try. A lot of WWE stuff, some AEW stuff. Uh, we'll cover uh, the local independent scene from time to time here in Virginia, and that's uh, where we're based. We're based out of uh, Norfolk, uh, Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh, it, it's been something that's been going on for many, many years, over 300 episodes. Uh, you can find us on the web at fm99.com and 1069thefox.com under the media tab. Yeah, we're part of FM99 and 106.9 The Fox, a couple of rock radio stations here in Virginia. And that's where you can check out our playlist, some of our highlighted episodes, some uh, recent ones, uh, including interviews with David Crockett. David Crockett was on the show. We had Magnum TA on earlier this year as well. Uh, fantastic interviews with those. Also, WWE superstars, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, Gunther, who's been on the show. A lot of superstars been on the show. Eddie Kingston's been on the show for a fantastic interview. Uh, you can find us uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just search ESPR Wrestling. You can Google that. Uh, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. All those places, Spotify. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you get notifications when we post new episodes. And hopefully, uh, you know, AEW coming to town here in a couple of months. Uh, score some interviews with those guys. They are always uh, good for a couple of interviews as well. So thanks for checking us out. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, by the way, ESPR99. I put out a tweet yesterday. I was at the Norfolk Admirals game before the uh the premium live event started and uh living a uh, living colors cult of personality was playing and i posted a little post just kind of like a like a joke uh because you know everybody was doing it like i went to barbershop cult personalities on that must mean cm punk uh his return is confirmed and so <laughs> i tweeted that out uh one guy like took the tweet way too seriously like they played all the time it's like no i'm just having fun man let everything go lighten up right I mean, it, it, it's cool to be, you know, a wrestling fan. And you know what? Yes, yes, there's different organizations. They all do their own thing. We all got our favorites, but I'm not going to crap at anything. I mean, if it sucks, yeah. But, uh, you know, everybody likes certain things and everything. So uh, uh, what a night War Games was. Uh, probably one of the uh, probably the best version of War Games they've had, at least WWE's version of it. Uh, you know, go back and, and throughout the years, uh, you can go down quite the rabbit hole in Peacock and watch some of the early war games. Uh, don't watch the 1995 one, but watch the other ones. Um, highlights, you know, uh, like Sid Vicious throwing basically Brian Pillman through the cage <laughs> on the top. Uh, there used to be a top of the cage uh, just to have like no escape, no bumps. But like the top was just way too low. We'll just put it that way. So kind of glad they, they don't have that anymore. Uh, anyway, without so further ado, as I go all over the place, five matches, Survivor Series War Games last night. Uh, it, it, what an enjoyable event. Even without the ending that we got, uh, it was this was uh, incredible. And we'll start off with the, uh, the women's matches. They thought they would open up War Games. Damage Control, that's, uh, of course, EO Sky, your uh, champion. Asuka, Bailey, and Kiari Sane taking up Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, uh, you had Shotzi and Charlotte Flair in there. 
And you had uh, Becky uh, Lynch and Bailey start the match there. Uh, then uh, this is really weird because you had the good guys, if you will, the faces with the advantage of this match. So you, know, you had two people start, and then the match doesn't officially start until everybody's in the ring. Uh, but Shotzi was in next, and then came EO Sky. She brought a chain to the ring, and and then you had uh, Bianca Belair entering the match. And then uh, you had um, Asuka in the match and uh, Carrie Sane and then, you know, and Charlotte. And there was one crazy spot in this match where EO Sky had a chain and she lowered it down to Dakota Kai, who was outside the ring, uh, kind of helping out there. So Dakota still got the injury. But uh, Dakota attached a garbage can to it. Uh, she carried it up to the top. And then Eel Sky put it on her and j- <laughs> jumped off the cage. It's a crazy spot. Um, and, you know, it's kind of cool watching the uh, fan footage of that when she uh, jumped off that. Uh, yeah, the Asuka doing the mist one time in the Shotzi. Uh, There's another time she was going to do that. And Bianca Belair hit her with the uh, fire extinguisher. And then you had uh, Bailey shoving uh, Sane out of the way, taking a spear. And then everybody, uh, all the faces beat up Bailey for all the moves. And then uh, Lynch hit the uh, manhandle slam on a table from the top second rope through Bailey and then pinned her to pick up the wind. Uh, it, w- it was a fun match. Wasn't too clunky. You know, these matches can get a little bit like that, but it worked out that way. Uh, but Bailey was like the MVP for her team. And uh, it, it taking out some uh, spots. Uh, by the way, uh, during the match as well, there's a time where Charlotte Flair and, and Becky Lynch stared at each other and then hugged each other. It kind of helped them up and then almost got pinned at the team. And then uh, Flair uh, put Eo Sky in the uh, figure or uh, yeah the figure eight. And then you had Asuka and the uh, disarm her and stuff. But uh, yeah, quite a moment there. Uh, they even talked about it afterward to seem a little choked up about the whole thing. So, at least in the ring, they're working together. I don't know what's going on outside the ring, but the faces win. And I kind of predicted the other way. Uh, well, two ways this is going to go, because we'll see how this happens. So that maybe, you know, Bailey's team wins, you know, and it's like, hey, you know, I was great. And then now she took the loss here. So, this could, you know, set later animosity, even though she, like, helped them out. Like, hey, I did all this stuff for you guys. And what do you mean you don't like me anymore? And we'll get the slow bell to a, a Bailey face turn. That was match number one, and a pretty enjoyable one. So match number two. Oh, by the way, before we get to that, a little segment backstage where uh, you had uh, <laughs> you had Alpha Academy, well, Otis and, uh, and Tuzawa and company, they're enjoying some ruffles. And then you had a few other people show up, and then you even had uh, you know, Pretty Deadly show up and you know knock over the chips and notice. And then lo and behold, behind the couch, as they pick up the chips, is R-Truth. R-Truth is back! <laughs> it was a cool little segment. It was fun. It was really cool to see. As in Tozawa did a dance. So, uh, nice little segment, and uh, now I want to eat some ruffles. But there you go. Uh, then he had uh, Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion, taking on The Miz, defending the title here. Uh, you know, this is a pretty good match. Uh, and it was nice to see, like, Miz wrestle this way. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be a continuation of things, but, you know, they had a throwback to some of his, you know, favorite wrestlers, a couple of Bret Hart moments there with the uh, 
the figure four on the ring post, and then when he was in the sleeper hold, jumping off the rope, uh, kind of like the opinion combo a la Roddy Piper and uh, Bret Hart from WrestleMania 8. Uh, there's a spot here, you know, and I kind of figured Guther was going to win, but a spot here where the Miz uh, low blowed Gunther after a little bit of distraction where the uh, top uh, turnbuckle pad came off. So the refs are distracted, low blows. Gunther hits the skull-crushing finale, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then there was a, a two-count there. You don't see many people kicking out of that hold. Uh, Miz trying to set up for that again, and those kind of were a sleeping hold, and uh, eventually Gunther came back and hit a splash and then locked in the uh, the Boston Crab or the Walls of Jericho, if you will, and then uh, put a driving knee into the back to force a submission. Uh, which, by the way, I, I was kind of happy for this because it kind of let Miz like, have a good showcase because usually you don't see him wrestle like this. you know. And Gunther is obviously outstanding, one of the best in the business right now. And uh, he was great. Uh, very fun match, uh, better than we probably thought it would have been maybe a couple of months ago. Fantastic on that. Then you got another one, uh, a little change in the card because initially it was going to be Carlito fighting Santos Escobar, but it was Santos Escobar taking on Dragging Lee. Uh, this was a fun match. These guys uh, deserve more time. You know, it was almost like a TV-length match. It was almost like eight minutes was the uh, shortest match of the night. But these guys gel really well together. And uh, a couple of uh, big moves there. Uh, and uh, There's one time where it's like a uh, sunset, uh, not sunset, Philip, but a powerbomb, uh, which is a great pinning combination by uh, Dragon Lee there uh, for near fall. Uh, but it was Escobar hitting the Phantom Driver to win the match. And you know what? There, there's You know there's going to be more down the road with these guys. There has to be after this match. This was someone's like, here's what we could do, but we're only going to give you so much. And I think, you know, the crowd to get to these guys. You know, Dragon Lee, big moment for him. And Santos Escobar. Uh, by the way, clean win for him. Uh, all, all the, uh, you know, all, all the stuff clean tonight. I mean, as clean as you can be in the War Games matches. Uh, in the World's uh, Women Championship match, Rhea uh, Ripley taking on Zoe Stark. Uh, you know what? And good showing by Zoe Stark, and I hope that uh, whatever they they got for her, you know, they work with her. They I think there's something there. You know, she had the uh, face paint on, everything else. Rhea had the uh, her makeup and her hair done in the crazy way. Uh, Rhea, Ripley uh, countered the uh, Z360, and then headbutted Zoe Stark, and then hit the uh, Riptide. Uh, it was, you know what? It was good. You know, the the main thing was. You know, yeah, you have to make Zoe Stark look good in this match, and, and that was done in that. You know, because sometimes, uh, and I don't know if it's the fault of the booking or whatever else, because sometimes there's certain challengers for Bianca, and and then you you just never feel like like it's in you know the the outcome's in doubt, but it's just the getting there uh, here. And I thought they they told a nice story in the time that they had in the uh, nine plus minute match, and then main event time. Oh, by the way, all throughout tonight. Don't see Randy Orton. And everybody's like, well, where's Randy? Yeah, is Randy coming? You know, uh, he's not in the arena. And, uh, you know, Judgment Day's like, yeah, no Randy Orton here. And Sami Zayn's like, um, Orton's going to show up, right, when it matters. And, you know, Cody's like, yeah, he's going to be here. So, you know, the announcement time, everything else, uh, everybody's announced, except for Randy Orton. And it's Rollins and uh, Finn Balor. Starting off their teams uh, in the uh, War Games match. That's uh, Judgment Day. You know, Finn, Damian, Drew, Dominic, J.D. McDowell uh, taking on uh, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, 
Jay, Uso, Sammy, Zayn, and then eventually Randy Orton. So then you had a JD come out second in the match. And then you had Jay, uh, Jay Uso go in there. And then next, uh, Drew McIntyre really wanted to go in there because he doesn't like Jay Uso. Uh, but uh, Damien and, and Priest uh, and, and Drew McIntyre, you know, they, they kind of had some talks a little bit. And then Damien went in there. And then eventually Sami Zayn made it in the ring. And then, then came Drew McIntyre. Kingston Butt went after Jay Uso there. And you got Cody Rhodes coming out. And then you got Dominic Mysterio <laughs> coming out. He got beat up by all the faces. And then you had a moment there where, and I kind of figured this was maybe how it was going to be done, where the faces are just getting annihilated by all the heels. Everything's just happening. They're just getting all beat up here. And then you're thinking like, ah, the three minutes are up. And then what happens? Oh, you're going to hear music? No, it's it's uh, it's it's Rhea Ripley coming down with the Money in the Bank contract so Priest can cash in during the match. And she's about to uh, cash it in. And then all of a sudden, I hear voices in my head. Yes, Randy Orton's music re- plays. He returns. He comes down the aisle, and then there's a, a big old brawl. Uh, Orton, uh, you know, vintage Orton, if you will, hitting the uh, power slam and DDTs and everything else. Uh, JD getting a uh, thrown off the cage by Sami Zayn to Seth Rollins, and uh, he took an RKO, which looked great. And then uh, Cody Rhodes hit the crossroads to Damian Priest. One, two, three. And, uh, you know, was there, was there payoffs to this feud? I, I guess in some ways maybe it's still, you know, still sets up Jay and, and Drew McIntyre down the line. Uh, but it seems like some of the Judgment Day stuff is over with those guys. So then now we got new stuff with, with Randy Orton. <laughs> As he got hit a big old RKO, you know, that was a fun match. So yeah, Cody, Seth, Randy, Jade, Sammy, they won defeating Judgment Day. And Drew McIntyre. So they're celebrating in the ring. The credits go up. Good night, everybody, from Survivor Series. And then all of a sudden, you know, that's the worst uh, imitation of uh, cult personality ever. Music changes. The screens change. And, oh, my God, CM Punk is back. The crowd exploded. A huge pop. Done that at the show. was over. By the way, give credit to the crowd for not chanting CM Punk and ruining the night all night. Uh, You know what? And... This is insane. But CM Punk came out to the entrance ramp. You know, he did some posing. He celebrated with the crowd a little bit. So, you know, some of the people there. And and the show went off there. Now, what I love about this is that, um, you know, there's all this stuff behind the scenes where it's like, ah, you know, uh, you know, Drew McIntyre, you know, left when the match ended. Like, he got out of there um, before, you know, Punk came out. You know, is there an issue? Is Punk is, uh, you know, upsetting Drew McIntyre? And then... And you can see this, uh, some fan footage, uh, you know, with Seth Rollins uh, acting upset because he can't go back to the locker room because CM Punk is out there, you know. And, and you just see this footage of that, and, and Michael Cole, of all people, is calming him down and a couple of the producers and stuff. You know, then eventually you hear, like, the, the punk music end, you know, Living Color uh, song ends, Cult Personality, and then you hear War Games uh, by Black Sabbath, and then eventually Seth goes to the back. So uh, they're they're playing to the crowds here, trying to make there's some issues and stuff, and maybe this is where Punk goes first against uh, Seth Rollins, and they get that match out of the way, which would be fantastic. Uh, press conference afterwards, uh, you know, Cody says, you know, it's almost, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's almost kind of like the line of, like, the company line, like, well, it's good for business. He's back. 
And um, and Triple H talked about you know how the deal wasn't finalized until the day of, which I I, I guess that would make sense. You know, plus you don't want anything to get out too early. Yeah, there's no deal signed, no deal signing. He says the talks didn't really start until the you know the the rumors were that he's not coming, and now he's there. So what are we going to get? I, I guess he's going to appear on Raw, and we'll see what happens. Do we get Seth Rollins? Do we get somebody else? But yeah, CM Punk back in WWE. Who would have thought we'd see that in 2023 after everything went down? Yeah, hell is uh, frozen over, if you will. Uh, a very good Survivor Series, uh, probably one of the best ones. Uh, very entertaining, you know. And, and I tell you what, I mean, WWE's done a heck of a job with uh, building up guys where, uh, you know, not everybody's on the show. You know, five matches on there, all quality. But uh, you know, it's like WWE's done a great job, and you kind of think of it to the Attitude Era where you have so many names. You know, it's it's a little bit different now because you have the guys that were in the main event, Cody, Seth, Randy, who's back, Jay, Sami Zayn. You know, Ellie Knight wasn't on the card. Uh, Jimmy Uso not on the card. Roman Reigns, your champion, not on the card. Uh, you, know, this, you know, there's just so many other guys now stepping up, which uh, was never always the case, you know, because you get that, you know, burn factor on some of this. And, and they've done it so well where you're not getting burned out on some of these wrestlers, and, and it's, it's just a different time. WWE's on fire right now, breaking all these records, everything else, and they deliver a, a fantastic, I'll, I'll give it a, I guess what, like a nine, nine and three-quarter stars for Survivor Series, one of the highest, I think, ratings I've ever given a show. Uh, but, yeah, you can watch it start to finish. You know, you might complain about the undercard, but you know what? They're entertaining matches. They were good. Uh, and happy to see those wrestlers in, in that position, like Zoe Stark, you know, Santos Escobar, Dragon Lee, Getting time on a premium live event is fantastic, and that is, I think, a sign of this, how things have changed with this company over time. Very happy for them. Very happy with the event. There you go. What do you think about it? Thoughts? You can uh, drop them on uh, the uh, social media pages, ESPR99, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, email ESPRFM99.com. And, uh, yeah, what, what a heck of a show. Again, very enjoyable Survivor Series War Games. Edition and much better than the you know brand split stuff. Hey, the blues taking on the red and there's no feud at all. Uh, so this is really good, really really good stuff. Uh, don't forget to check out some of our previous episodes. You want to see some interviews? Here's some interviews. Uh, interviews with uh, Gunther has been on the show. Uh, also, we've had you know Seth Rollins back in the very early days when he wasn't doing the curb stop anymore. Uh, the Miz has been on a couple of times. We're in the WWE world. Uh, Wardlow's been on. Mark Henry, Eddie Kingston. Very one of my favorite interviews. Uh, but check us out. Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. You can find it in any of your podcast apps, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud. You can search it, and uh, it'll pop up pretty much everywhere. Uh, and then, of course, Facebook and Twitter, ESPR99. My name is Dave Taylor. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, as always. Make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Have a great day.